When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Telegram Sam was the song when it was uh, on top of the pops. I think it was, I just had the record player bought for me for Christmas. I kind of, you know, started to get more interested in it the year before because girls at school were more interested in pop music than they were football. I was like, oh, hang on a minute. If I want to get in with the girls, I better like this pop music thing. But it was T-Rex seeing Mark Boland on top of the pops. I thought, mm, you know what? That looks good. That looks like a good job. Hi, this is Lowell Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. And this is Budgie, co-founder of The Creatures, drummer with The Slits, and Susie and the Banshees. Welcome to Curious Creatures. Life after punk. You may think you know the territory, but we, we drew, drew the map. map. Did you ever get lost backstage? <laughs> oh yeah, yes. There, there is, there is um, the what the Detroit St Andrews Hall. I don't know if you ever played uh, in, in Detroit. Detroit, okay, all right. Yeah, but but the dressing room was at the front of the venue. So the, the, and rather than go through the audience to get to the stage, there was like a labyrinth underneath that you you know you can follow down and it was definitely we, we had uh, an intro tape <laughs> which our drummer did on a cassette <laughs> and so we, we started playing and we started making our way and then we got lost and he said we better fucking hurry up because uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's got it's it's got um oh god i've forgotten who it was now but it's got um, if it gets to right said fred that's it gigs off <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we got we were lost we were lost under, under this under this the uh the venue Detroit. There was, but put something really crap at the end, you know, because if it got that far, it really wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a a scary moment. But Hull's pretty bad. It used to be anyway. The, the few times we played there, that was a, a killer. There was just Royal Albert Hall. You could walk around, go through the wrong door, you'd end up outside the hall. Door had closed behind you. So you run around to the first place that looked like it had life, or at least somebody who might let you in, and go. I'm can you let me in? I'm in the band. They go like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see ya. See ya, mate. Slam. Yeah, they go, yeah, sure, mate. Sure. <laughs> that, happened, that happened to me. You just reminded me of something. We played in Newcastle in the early days, and we stayed at the Holiday Inn, and it had a sauna, right? So I'm in the sauna in the middle of the afternoon because I figure that's a great way of getting rid of your hangover, right? So I'm in the sauna. I walk out into the little locker room place and walk out the door that I think goes into the other locker room. It's in the fire escape and I'm standing outside just with a towel on in the middle of the <laughs> No amount of banging or anything. There wasn't anybody else in there. I had to walk down the stairs in through reception go, she went, locked yourself out the sauna? I went, yeah, there you go. Here's your key. Go. So it happened all the time. <laughs> Thank you.
we're all a long way from our birthplaces. A long way from where we came, yeah. And so we have this one Wanderlust, maybe. There might be an, an umlaut on it somewhere, Wanderlust. Is that what it was? Well, I mean, I, I, was, I moved from Bristol to Liverpool when I was 18. That's when I first you know, met you and everything. And um, then from there, I moved over to Leeds and then joined the Sisters of Mercy and then down to Herefordshire for a while. In London, I lived for a little while. Then I moved out to California uh, for, for my sins. Um, I didn't get, I mean, I always loved going to California on tour, but living there was a different thing for me. It was, was like, hmm. Not, not so sure about that. And then we came on tour to Brazil, and I, my my interpreter um, became my wife. So it's love. That's why I'm here. It's for love. Was it ever a point when you went, I'm a long way from where I want to be, or was it like totally felt, now this is exactly where I need to be? Uh, I've always felt, apart from California, I've always felt this is exactly where I need to be. Or you know, I, I, this is home for me now. This is, I've been here 20 years, you know, so this, when, when I say I'm going home, this is where I mean. This is where you mean. No, I, I get that very, very much so, because I, I had the same experience. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's always, I always enjoy going back to Britain, you know, I've got, still got family, mum and dad are still there, and I've got brothers and sisters and friends, of course, but um, I don't think I could ever go back to live there. Be honest. Me neither. I, I don't have any parents anymore, so I, I just have a an older brother, and that's it, and some friends. Yeah. It it begs the question to me anyway, and I wonder if you have any answers for it. But when you were thinking, maybe let me say, if I I the first thing that excited me was when the circus of the fairground visited my little town, and I thought, where are they from? I, I want something excited me about it. Joined a band and started traveling around local towns until it got further afield. And then you got to like somewhere like the first time in America. But it was like, is the thinking of that, you know, like kind of always going away from where you started, um, give you the option, uh, you know, that like if something like, love comes your way are we more well placed to follow it to where it might lead whereas if, if somebody hadn't had that desire to get that get away would they have cold feet about it do you see where i'm going with that uh I, yeah I, I i kind of understand it i mean i think very nature of what we chose to do for, for our for our you know vocation in life um it 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 means for me, I can pretty much do what I do and live anywhere, you know, you know, I mean, certainly, you know, it's, e it's easier to travel these days than it maybe it was 30, 40 years ago. But um, even so, you know, I can, I could live anywhere and still be a musician. Yeah. And also for, for me, it's a romantic ideal. It's kind of like, I saw this thing that uh, Alan Vega from Suicide said in a, like a French interview a while back, it said something like, and I'm paraphrasing here, here, he said, it's like, it's like Elvis and Johnny Cash. It's like the loner on the edge of town, the lonely man in the lonely place. And, you know, part of me still, that's what I want. I want to be a stranger in a strange land and, and be traveling. And, and I like that feeling. Yeah. But to, I, I like 
visiting places and being that you know stranger in a strange land. I was going taking my I was going down the end of the street on my bicycle which has got a box in the front like a cargo bike and uh, the lights were changing on the crossing and, and it was just coming to red so don't cross and that's mean uh, in Germany everybody stops and I thought I'll just make it because I know the sequence of the lights so I'll just kind of just ease myself across in the bike and wave as I go across you know because I know I'm kind of in the wrong but I'm not going to cause any accidents and this guy he sounds his home and I turn around and I sort of smile and he gives me the middle finger you know <laughs> which apparently is illegal in in, in Germany you know really yeah. and and it was followed with a, a mouthful of abuse and of course my German is I don't have any I don't have the I can't comprehend so I don't get a lot of that stuff I get all the attitude but I, I, I don't hear the day to day shouting and screaming or whatever it might be and in many ways it makes my life very peaceful <laughs> I, I know exactly what you mean because I, I've lived here for 20 years but I only speak a little Portuguese it's, it's not fluent so I can I, I, I can actually yeah, a little bit more than that, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but but it, I, it's easy it's easy when you're in a group of people just to tune that out when they're when they're all talking and they're conversing and it's like just and just tune it out. Yeah. Whereas if you're in a conversation, you know, you, you're sat with a bunch of people who speak in English, you can't help but be, you know, hearing what they're saying and understanding it. But it's, it's actually I totally get it. It's. Uh, it's quite a nice thing just to be able to tune that out and be quiet in the city. We broke we broke the law the other the, the other week, you know. We were, we jaywalked, and I totally get that as well because you know there are children around, and I got I got children, and so adults must set the example. <laughs> and if the green man isn't on visible, then you don't cross. But when the street's empty, you know, and we were in a hurry, right? Because yeah. we had to get you back to sound check, back to yeah, yeah. So we broke the rules. Nobody got us the ordnungsamt. But nobody gave us the middle finger, though. No, that was something I'd never had that before, and I just kind of looked around, and in English, I said, "Charming." <laughs> <laughs> to a couple of people walking by, going, "Oh, he'll be British then. He'll be English." <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I have I have, a, I have the opposite kind of thing here because like, I tend to be. I, I, I tend to act more American than the Americans because I'm, you know, because I'm a new citizen and whatever and that. So, you know, when it has like a jury service comes through your, you know, door, you get a thing. Everybody I know tries to avoid doing jury service. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go and do it because, you know, I, if I was accused of something, I want somebody like me to be in the jury. And, and I did it. And it was, it was great. It was great. How long did it take you? Was it a long case? It was a week. We were in there for a week, and we acquitted the guy as well. So, and 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 he was accused of some bad things, but he didn't do them. He was fitted up by the uh, authorities and various other. Anyway, that's besides the case. He was he he was not guilty, and we got him set free. Did 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 you become more British, lol? Like in in the discussion, you know, <laughs> I was going to say backstage, but you can't say backstage. <laughs> You know what happened? Because the judge, you know, interviews you at the beginning and asks you about stuff and uh, told him everything. Everybody decided that I should be the foreman because I'm British, you know, because they like the accent, right? And I said, no, 
No, I've never done this before. Somebody else has to do it. I can't be the foreman. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. No, it was good to do. But the thing that's different for me here is like, yes, we speak the same language, but there are always points. I've been here 29 years. There are always points where there's a big gap in my knowledge about certain... All of us have been talking about growing up in England and having certain things and certain little touch points. Uh, And I know most of them here. But not all of them. So sometimes I have to turn to Cindy and go, what was that about? What's that referring to? Because I don't know some of those things. It's like I'm a man without history. I don't have the history of growing up as a teenager. Cool. It's like like a bit of like memory loss on me. You never had the memory to lose. Yeah. Never had the memory in the first place. No. I mean, we. it's funny. Music is really the touchstone because a lot of people... You know, my age, whether they're here or in England, we have the same musical touchstones, which is great. Yeah, we were kind of similar age. Yeah, glam rock for me, you know, T-Rex, Slade, and all that lot, sweet Roxy music. Right. And they, they, you know, but people here know all of those. They're probably not many that know Slade, but they've got, they know a couple of songs from them. That's because of Quiet Riot. Yeah. Do, Do they know that Slade had all of that kind of weird, like, for ne- like one letter spelling before Princeton. They just thought that was English. They just thought that was the British. <laughs> what you know, like, that's British spelling, you know. Check. Oh. Yeah, because like we write check in a completely weird way in England. If you think about it, it's the French way of writing it. Check. Put the extra letters in and stuff, you know. <laughs> I used to live near Lempster. Lempster, right, in the Herefordshire. But it's actually spelt Leo Minster, which um, always confused the Americans. I think I think the the hotel's on um, Beauchamp Place, Beauchamp. Thinking I was being ever so correct. Beauchamp Place, yes. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite one was showing Americans that you know, High Wickham and seeing how they pronounce that one. You know, High Wycombe. Yeah, Wycombe. It's Beecham, by the way. And yet, uh, you know, we had Beecham's powders in our town, and that was not. We did. And that it wasn't spelt like that, was it? No. So they're wrong. They're wrong. Now it's now it's two e's, mate. Two e's. Twees. Twees or not twees? <laughs> twees. <laughs> Get the tweezers out, lol. Let's extract this one immediately. I went to see Ringo play the other night. Never seen, never seen Ringo, right? And, um, you know, he's like 80, 100 years old or whatever he is, <laughs> you know, dancing across the stage. He's, and he just said, I just do this because it's fun and it's music and it's fun. And he had Edgar Winters with him. Oh, Edgar Winters, Johnny Winters' brother, right. Yeah. He's how I imagine God looks like, right? If I get to heaven and Edgar Winters, if Edgar's there, and he's completely and utterly insane, but he's great. <laughs> he, he was really, really great. I mean, he, he plays the drums, saxophone, keyboards, and leaps around like a madman, and he's got to be about 85 as well. I mean, it was great. Well, there's hope for us all. There's hope for us all then. Yes, that was it. It, it could be Ringo that was the, the big, you know, inspiration for drumming but actually and i was thinking about it today i was sitting at the traffic lights i do this a lot sit at the traffic lights and i was actually driving and i and i was going and it's like the glitter band <laughs> they had two two drummers i thought that's a sound i want to do two drum i want to sound two drummers so everything that's a bit flammed we're going to get a bit of drum talk wayne but it's it's okay it's fine 
Talk away. Two drummers. Great idea. I don't know if we can even sing that riff now. Are we allowed to? There's not much singing on it, really, was there? No, there was not on the original Rock and Roll Part 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh! The Glitter Band had their own hits as well. Yeah, Angel Face. Angel Face. Face of an angel. You've got the cutest little angel face. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, the deep lyrics. Deep lyrics of the Glitter Band. One of the drummers owned a studio that we did some demos for, I think, for Head on the Door. In. Yeah. That was the kind of the thing to do, wasn't it? You get your first big check by saying, get, invest in a studio and never get down there and use it. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You got your studio down there, Wayne. I know you have. Yes, I do have a studio. It's uh, near the end of this building, actually. Yeah. This is my office and um, it's the vocal booth, guitar amp room next door, and then there's the control room. It's, it's, yes, it's nice. It's nice. Glitter band? Yes. Sweet. Yes. T-Rex. Yes. <laughs> what, what 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 got you? Um, T-Rex. Which album? Telegram Sam. Telegram Sam. Uh, it, well, it was Le- Telegram Sam was the song when it was uh, on top of the pops. I think it was. I just had a record player bought for me for Christmas. I kind of you know started to get more interested in it the year before because girls at school were more interested in pop music than they were football and I was like oh, hang on a minute if I want to get in with the girls I better like this pop music thing but it was T-Rex seeing Mark Boland on top of the pops I thought mm, you know what that looks good that looks like a good job he he got me on Rider White Swan that was my almost my first single I bought certainly the first tune with a vocal on it I think yeah that's like a year or so before, wasn't it? Yeah. Electric Warrior was the first album I bought. Well, I was I was going to say that like if if I had known you back then, right? Electric Warrior was was the sign that me and you were going to be friends, right? Because yeah, Robert had a copy, Mick Dempsey had a copy, uh, and I had a copy, so I knew that that was the point. That like, uh, if you had a copy of Electric Warrior, me and you were going to be talking. Yeah. That album still sounds fantastic. I was just going to say, it's not it's not the songs, it's not just the songs, but it's Visconti's knowledge. Yeah, it's 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 just the sound of it. It's it's so organic, real. It's it's really 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 great sounding record. It's kind of timeless as well. It's timeless. You listen to it and it doesn't. Yeah, it could be yesterday. Yeah, it's it's that begin the first the first jack that riff of get it on or bang a gong as it was called in the states but the similar thing with telegram sam where you got this kind of staggering intro uh, yeah a tambourine kind of shaking and it's the drums go and it's it's everything's like shaggy <laughs> yeah well it's 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 also the vocal at the end i'm a howling wolf about you it's like wow brilliant brilliant pop Brilliant pop music. Yeah, you just put that great, great line there. That's a great line. I had, I had, I had no idea there was, you know, an old blues singer called Howling Wolf. You know, I just thought, what, what, what a brilliant, brilliant line. <laughs> right. And you're so sweet. You're so fine. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. To you now, I, I got to put this to Wayne because I remember this, but it might have been some kind of hallucination. I seem to remember, like I love Mickey Finn as well. I thought Mickey Finn was great, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing Top of the Pops and they were playing something, and Mickey Finn had this plastic sort of breastplate thing, looked like it was like something you'd 
try on when you were a kid to pretend to be a you know like a a knight a knight yeah and he had that on and I just thought <laughs> that's so cool that is the coolest thing I've ever seen you know until I saw David Bowie with his hennet hair and Starman but you know that was the coolest thing so did it actually happen or was I just imagining it I don't remember that one actually long to be honest with you but yeah, um okay. It's really been great seeing you and speaking with you again. So yes, yeah, I know. It's been a lovely time. Yes, be well. Yes, it's lovely. Take care. Love you to talk with love you both. You. Yeah, love you. Bye. Bye bye. Curious Creatures is created and presented by Lol Tolhurst and Budgie. Producer Joe Wong. Producer and audio designer, Dan Didier. Executive producer, Mark Cates. Associate producer, Sophie Wilde. Digital marketing, Margie Taylor. Art and logo design, Justin Thomas Kay. Music production, Jackknife Lee. Curious Creatures is on the web, and you can access us at www.curiouscreaturespodcast.com. And you can reach us on Instagram and Facebook at Curious Creatures Official, Twitter at Cure Creatures. To find more of the best music podcasts, visit doubleelvis.com or follow at doubleelvis on Instagram or at doubleelvis on Twitter. Curious Creatures is a production of LXB LLC 2023.